Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mornings are hard. Your sports radio show doesn't have to be. I'm so happy you guys are still alive. I am excited. I am so happy. Laugh and learn every morning aboard the mothership. Gonna be a good day with DA. Hey, Da. I do love the Da. Happy being alive day. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Happy being alive day, everybody. Happy Trash Tuesday as well. We're gonna get to our trashes coming up here in 20 minutes. So bring us your trashes by tweeting at us, DA on CBS. Or on the phone at 855-212-4CBS. Now, wait a minute. 20 minutes, Trash Tuesday. 40 minutes. Are the Packers the best team in the NFC North? Later on in the show, we'll do some baseball. Brian Kenny, MLB Network, and the final edition of Fatherhood at the Movies. Just to wrap up the last hour, I saw this Ryan Pelham story because I'm kind of starting to get the college football itch. I think the Phil Steele preview issue came out. I started seeing that on social media. Media days are coming up in July. I think the first one's the Big 12, I believe. Second week of July, if I'm not mistaken. By the end of the month, the SEC holds its media days, and that's the official kickoff of college football when all the bizarre nonsense of SEC media days takes place. And that's coming up next month, and we're, what, three days away from July 1st? So I was starting to get the college football itch, and I started looking through college football websites that I read, started looking at some of the news places that I go to for some college football. I was like, yeah, let's let's start doing some college football. And I saw that Ryan Pelham, who's a four-star wide receiver, committed to USC between Oregon and USC. It's a good get. USC's clearly rolling right now. Lincoln Riley's got all this talent coming into Southern California. USC's going to be the Big Ten coming up here shortly. So the USC's got some major juice. Okay, so they collect another kid in Pelham. Wide receiver, good offense, offensive mind, go downfield, etc. I'm like, how did he commit? The story was that <clears throat> looked like his mom handed him a baby. It's just a baby. And he was wearing a onesie. 
and he was facing Ryan. And then Ryan held up the baby like Lion King, flipped him around. Oh, and he was wearing a USC onesie. Oh, okay. but I was a baby. It's cute. That's where Ryan Pelham's going. And Ryan Pelham's class of 2024. So he just wrapped up his junior year in high school. And then I'm like, oh, that must be his nephew, his niece or something. And they say, well, that's his son. And I'm like, I'm the man, the, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Baby. <laughs> and I had the same thought that Mraz did. Boy, Ryan Pelham's high school career was much different than mine. <laughs> and the summer between my junior and senior year in high school, I believe was the year that I was fetching hot dogs or hamburgers as the press box intern mm. for the single A short season New Jersey Cardinals. <laughs> Phil Pepe, would you like a hamburger, a hot dog, or both? <laughs> that was my summer. And there were no groupies for a job and like that? Then, waiting for you to come out of the press box after the ninth and inning? And shockingly, I had no opportunities to create kids uh, that summer. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or I, nine months ago, where he was in the middle of his junior year. I was trying to craft how many lunches I could take in high school the following year at that point. <laughs> you were flirting with the soft-baked cookie oh, that's uh, true. lunch lady. What was her name? Uh, Beatrice. 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 Yeah, yeah Beatrice. she sure, boy, because she undercook an Otis Spunkmeyer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were they were they the big ones? Of course. Yeah, yeah, well, no, they weren't minis, but they weren't big. But they were big enough that three were like a nice deal. <laughs> three for a dollar. And tell me what Beatrice looked like. So Beatrice had this perfectly, uh, maybe dyed brown hair in a hairnet. <laughs> um, the apron with just the perfect amount of flour dusted on there. So it didn't look there. anything like a traditional lunch lunch. Oh, no, the, the perfect amount of flour on the apron every day, <laughs> even though nothing really involved cooking with flour. Oh, I was going to say, look, think about the real bakery back there. <laughs> yeah, what know, are you doing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the pizza sticks involved flour, <laughs> but somehow that white powder was on there. Maybe the other lunch ladies were doing cocaine, and I didn't realize. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, nice eyes, always a good twinkle, nice. good glimmer Size. there to say good morning yeah. when you needed it. it Smelled you know? of vanilla. It was the smile and smells oh, yeah, of Beatrice. <laughs> oh. And you actually had a crush on her. How could you not? She well, served you airnet. Super shake day with a wink and a smile, giving you that. Perfect amount of chicken nuggets on a Kaiser roll. Oh. Mole didn't turn you off? No, she didn't have a mole. Oh, okay. She actually had a clean face, but it was always, have a good day, sweetheart. You too, sweetheart. Mm. <laughs> and how many of those cookies would you eat a day? Three. <laughs> and it wasn't until I got hired by Subway in my junior year that I transitioned from chocolate chip to oatmeal raisin because I thought they were healthier. Yes. yes. Correct. Was Beatrice a reference for Subway? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually being the son of Bob the Deli Man was. Oh, Here's wow. the people that know me best. That's right. Bob, my Bob dad. Beatrice. He was Beatrice. a legacy hire. <laughs> oh, I was like Bronny James. <laughs> Subway open. They're like, Bob lives here? Get me his kid. <laughs> You played for Sierra Canyon of delis? <laughs> yes. He doesn't have to slice the meat, but the man can make a sandwich. It's in his blood. How come Bob never wanted to cut meat with you? Yeah, like LeBron wants to why, play with Why didn't he stay unretired until you made it to the deli industry? <laughs> he actually ran, never the ran up in the lottery for in me. the deli waiting for you to show up. Man has a bionic hip and a knee waiting for you. You couldn't make that dream happen. I just could like again, Food Town would have to tank for a year to get high enough to take me. They never did. Uh, I played closer to home at Subway and it was fine. It was down to you and a guy that didn't have a driver's license for the, for the job. 
You could have been the Griffies of Food Town. <laughs> you could have been. But honestly, I Bob was very unfamiliar with a toaster oven. I became very familiar with that. So I was able to compare. I, mean, I could do things Bob couldn't. Well, kind of like Junior versus King <laughs> exactly. right. Senior. The right. son should be better than the father. He yeah. teaches you, and then you expand on That's his right. skills. I had this, like, giant pizza oven spatula for the toaster oven. I could swing that like no other. <laughs> I spun it around, throw the sandwiches in there, pop out the teriyaki at the right time. Bob couldn't do that. But what Bob did with the cutting of the liverwurst was something I couldn't do. <laughs> so we each had skill sets. And how did Bob cut the liverwurst? He had a, a. He just knew. He memorized that blade with the thickness. Do you want a thin slice? Do you want a thick slice? But like, it would just be the smoothest. Like one hand, <laughs> you know, bare hand. And this good, this good. I know it's good because right. I've been doing this for twenty years. I, he was. He was a magic man with the slicer. Yelling about Matt Noakes yeah. while he's doing it. <laughs> he could shred paper with that thing. We should also point out too that Beatrice did get a mention in Sean's like thank you speech when you didn't. That's right. She was also on that list of. That was during career day or when they no. named the town after you? <laughs> you know, you just asked me to come up with the five most influential people in my life. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Right. Beatrice. I don't think your wife was on there. I don't think no. the kids were on there. It was all food related. No, right. No. It was his first waiter at Applebee's that memorized the order. <laughs> Steve, who looked like Usher. Right. Call him Usher. <laughs> it was it Beatrice. Beatrice. It was the lady who I think ran the subway, yeah, right? Kim Rico. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Otis Bunkmeyer himself <laughs> and Grimace. <laughs> celebrating Dave Thomas. <laughs> and they're celebrating Grimace's birthday this month. Exactly. So happy birthday, Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> Schwartz would make a good Grimace under that costume. No costume. doubt about it. <laughs> what? He won't need a costume. Just paint them purple. Schwartz painted purple as Grimace. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin the surprise, but that is for the last week of the show. <laughs> Schwartz comes in. The man once wouldn't take off his shirt to shave it back because of skin tags. Do you think he's painting himself purple? <laughs> for you and your exit, he will. <laughs> I would retire if that happened. <laughs> that was going to be the worst bet we ever paid off was somebody shaving Schwartz's back. I don't know oh, how we got there. We were going to shave each other's back. Right. We had it all planned. We teased it. He came in that night. And said, I'm out. My wife says I can't do it. She's worried about you clipping my skin tags. Oh, oh my God. Oh. 2014, folks. 2014. Were you Morash or Moraz for that? I was Moraz. Okay. <laughs> Where are those skin tags now? <laughs> IHOP's got them. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the pancakes. They're on the floor. <laughs> They're the new Funfetti. Yeah, right. They're on the floor of a press box near you. <laughs> <laughs> They'll die with the Nassau Coliseum. Groomers dancing around I hop. But then you have the Hamburglar, too, so we have to get a Hamburglar. Well, that could that's, be Jared. That's Jack. Yeah, yes. There you go. Give him a mask and a hat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a combination of that and Dr. Claw. <laughs> Have we done this RG3 story? Have you guys talked about that this week? No. I, I, we only saw that after the show yesterday. Okay. Let's play this clip because RG3 is weighing in on the Buffalo Bills drama and is talking about how 
might just be something personal between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Everything is fine until it's not fine in a relationship when it comes to a quarterback and a wide receiver like Diggs. So Josh has to manage that relationship the right way, and I think he's the only one that can rectify it. So what is it, though? I mean, what did you see in that game? What are you hearing? What are you potentially willing to share? What What is it, do you think? Yeah, Rich, that's why you're a great interviewer, man. You, you know when people have information and they're trying not to say anything. So, <laughs> so I, I've talked with uh, people close to the situation, and, and really what it boils down to is in that last game against the Bengals, uh, Diggs was the most targeted receiver in that game. I think he had 10 targets in that game. But when they were down 17, they had a 10-play drive that ended in a turnover on downs, and Diggs only got one ball thrown his way. So you would think that uh, a player of Diggs' caliber with the relationship that he has with Josh Allen, in those moments he would look to him more often, more often, and, and that didn't happen. So RG3 said there's something basically between the two of those guys, not just, not just football, and that was on the Rich Eisen show. There is no doubt, <clears throat> no doubt in my mind, that when the Buffalo Bills say this is all football-related stuff and that it's all been fixed, they are absolutely lying. There is no doubt in my mind there is something more than just football-related stuff. It's not just about targets. It's not just about voice in the offense. There is something else there. There's no doubt in my mind because it doesn't get to a point where Stephon Diggs, star wide receiver, just says, I'm not coming to camp today. The head coach says it's, quote, very concerning. Josh Allen says, I haven't been the best I can be. I need to work on some things. And cites internal combustion and that everybody just goes their separate ways and goes, oh, you know what? No big deal here. Nothing to see. It was just about their role in the offense. There's just no way. There has to be something else. Now, there's been a a series of crazy rumors about this, about if there was some type of situation between the two socially, with women, with friends, something like that, and who knows what's true and what's not there. But there's no doubt in my mind that the Diggs and Josh Allen thing goes beyond football. Now, maybe it has a kernel of football in it, but the kernel of football frustration stems from something else that clearly has gone between the two guys. And clearly, RG3 is going to kind of dance around it no matter what. So... I think that this is a huge, huge hurdle for the Bills to get through before the season. doesn't mean that they can't. It doesn't mean that it's impossible. But I think by virtue of the Bills giving McDermott a new contract and an extension and being a contract extension as well suggests we're just trying to keep everything stable, hoping that that allows these two parties to work through it. Because there's reasons to believe that Sean McDermott's in over his head in terms of getting to a Super Bowl and winning a Super Bowl. I think every time the Bills have lost one of these crushing games, last year to the Bengals, the 13 seconds in Kansas City, on and on it goes, you can really point to some questionable coaching decisions. And that comes back to Sean McDermott. And I've got questions about Sean McDermott in a big way. But I don't think it's the time to fire him. I think giving him an extension is supposed to provide cover for right now what is happening behind the scenes, which is some type of turmoil that they want to drape a wet blanket over and say, let's just get to training camp here, and let's hope that we can get these two parties on the same track. 
But there's no doubt that this is not just about football. There's no doubt in my mind. When we come back here on the show, it's a Trash Tuesday. Let's trash. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, what's eating you? People that get in the left lane and drive the speed limit. I gotta trash the NFL, man. Trash my ex-girlfriend. You want me to trash that? Trash Tuesday, my favorite day of the week, not for nothing. Time to vent. We take it out like the trash. It's Trash Tuesday. All right, you can always listen to the DA Show and hundreds of affiliates nationwide. It also... Sirius XM channel 158 and on the Sirius XM app as well. Bring us your trashes. Mraz, lead us off. Uh, DA, obviously it's been a hectic two weeks for me, but I'm trashing anybody who might have called me, already spoke to me to discuss my potential move, and then got angry that I didn't have a follow-up call back with them. Oh, that uh, this, this happened with a certain somebody that works here, uh, and I was blindsided by this on Saturday in my ear. Dude, how do you not call me back? Are you just going to big time me now? You're not going to call me back. Very aggressively. So I don't feel I need to name this person. Just know if you're listening. That was really annoying and you're being trashed right now. And just leave me alone. Trash him. Don't let a raccoon rip into that bag. I I thought I was going to get the fat man excited. That's all I can say. So you're telling me that somebody called you to congratulate you, which is a nice gesture. Very nice gesture. But then turned it on you. Yeah, so it was like a three-minute conversation where I just, I was on the train, thank, we had exchanged, but it was like really prying for details of my job that I wasn't comfortable with. Uh, and then, you know, I was on a train, I got to go, maybe I'll talk to you later. And then four days later in my ear, how come you never called me back? I sat there, waited all night, you didn't call me back. When, you know, I have a family and stuff. I mean, this person's name might rhyme with Smack Burns. I don't know. But regardless. That is a fact. And what, what kind of prying, probing questions were you uncomfortable with? Did they talk money with you yet? Um, perhaps. Wow. From the, him? Do you know the money that would be associated with your job? Ah. I didn't reveal anything. Now this is all coming out. But uh, certain things I just was not comfortable with at all. A bunch of shutting it down, I don't know, was given to him. So this person was fishing for financials of this job that you're vacating potentially so he could see if maybe he was interested. And not only that, also the job I'm currently getting, quote, just so I know if something like this ever comes across my plate, what to expect. (laughs) 
I can't believe I'm saying this. I shouldn't be saying this. Yeah. <laughs> what a turd. <laughs> Let's go, Jeff. Could you imagine asking somebody about what they're making? Could you imagine? There's also a better way, because I'm, like, I'm guessing the point of the inter- the exchange was to get information about Sean's job. So you don't want to come out right away and ask those questions. There's a better, like, 75 icebreakers and ways to smooth things out before you ask Sean, like, what his job entails. I think it's so tacky on so many levels because, number one, if you were looking at Mraz's job, would the first thing you say be, I want to know how much it pays before I get before I get too far down the line. Like, how successful would you have to be to be like, I might be interested in that, except the money's not where it needs to be. Well, I mean, some people are luckier than others that for different reasons, they have a different kind of financial backing and they can be picky. They can negotiate. DA is real side eye in that one. Mm. Oh my God. It's just, it's so tacky on so many. (laughs) Also, you don't call somebody to congratulate to poke around about money. You call them to congratulate them. Right. If you're happy for them, it has yeah. that's a totally different part of it. It definitely but the point was it definitely started as congratulations and then that's the point where the phone call goes too long. And then from the only way I could pull the ripcord was I was on the train, I got to go, I get home. So to be upset that I never gave a like what we were going to continue this awkward but conversation. That, ex- that explains why there was the follow up annoying conversation because it wanted to be congratulations and he wanted to ease his way into asking you about the money, but you ripcorded him. So then he called back, hey, hey, why didn't you call me back? He was the one waiting on that phone call. He didn't really want to congratulate you. He just, just wanted to make sure he got his own information. It made my chest very tight. I was not, I was not, I haven't been comfortable comfortable in two weeks with anything (laughs) which is maybe a sham on me but i certainly wasn't comfortable with that phone yeah you you had tight chest yeah like i I just don't need those kind of questions he'd like pop tart he'd like to know that just in case that you croak maybe you can slide into that exactly you know in case you know i'm a young person in my career in case anything like this cross what i mean what are we doing pete well leading to my trash I'm trashing, I'm trashing Sean Morash, and I'm trashing the state above Pennsylvania for causing all this garbage to happen, and the for causing the state above Pennsylvania, <laughs> and kind of the side of it, and well. cause guys like that to say ridiculous things to us over the next couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to this greatly. Thank you, Sean Morash, and thank you, State Above Pennsylvania, for all of this wonderful uh, angst that you're bringing all of us here on the DA Show. Luke, it's the Trash Compactor. We have an embargo on a certain state here, so we can't talk about that state. Might happen to be the state where we reside, but we cannot talk about said state. We have to get creative about that. It's weird to call Moraz by his full name, is it not? It's corporate... Corporate Moraz. <laughs> Corporate Moraz. Are you happy about going back to your real name? So, yes. I, I can't hide that. I definitely am. I embrace the nickname, but I never particularly liked not going by my name. It was my name. Just like, you know, you had the cut out from Damon and at the end. still like my name. I, I'm not going to have any sons, so I'm not going to pass it on. The least I can do is honor my name. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. But then again, only me can be put in a situation where it feels awkward that I'm going by my real name, <laughs> which is exactly now how I felt for the last week. Like, oh, are you okay to quit? Like, it's weird that people are going to call me by my real name, which is weird. So not, much of this is so weird. It's not weird. You sold out. 
I wow. <laughs> I think that your persona is so zany, it's so over the top that it needs a nickname. Mm-hmm. And that when you go by your regular name, it's almost like it strips away the zaniness, the guy that soils himself on the air, and it becomes just a host name. I now, mean, maybe it I does guess, give you more credibility for like yeah. that spot. Does that mean I have to keep soiling myself? Like, can I find a little <laughs> bit of a middle ground of my zaniness? Oh, that's interesting. I okay. Are they looking at you for more I, serious sports takes, or to be uh, the guy that soils yourself? Well, I'm guessing they want the soiling of right. So, I mean, a lot I, of people I, can have sports takes. I think they really like that part of it. But I mean, I guess my point is, I've done other stuff besides soiling myself. Like if I have to put another dog turd in my mouth, I'll do that. But why does it have to be the extreme? And like the soiling of myself will probably happen naturally at some point anyway. They'd have to make you laugh. And and the point, honestly, I I went in my pants before I was called Morales. <laughs> I could certainly do that under my real name. They're certainly, not bringing, they're certainly not bringing you there for any producing chops or anything like that. Uh, I would agree. I would agree. Or any contacts you've established. I would agree. You won't have to book a guest. No. Uh, no. That's and, big for you. Yeah. I, I mean, essentially. You have to do one the, now. The, the, <laughs> it's, it's nice that it's no longer technically your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one made last night with Brian Kenny so difficult. And uh, John Sater. Exactly. No, I won't have to do any of that. No epic fails. None of that. Wow. So, yeah. All the stuff you hated. Yeah, but you know what? It gave me sandpaper. It built me up. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't have to do any of that. In so fact, I might me? be lazier. I don't know. Am I am I the precursor for your job down the hall? I'm doing nothing. I'm not cutting yeah. anything out. No, well, I did book a guest. Honestly, what you are doing today, helpful when you need it, chiming in when you, they, you're doing my job. Interesting. How's it feel? It feels great. Nice, right? Nice job. A little dirty. Mm-hmm. Like a, little, a little guilty. Well, I think, I think corporate bank, like corporate thievery, is a word that might be thrown well, around. That's here. been my career. Yeah. So I'll give it another couple names I can't say on the air. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Folks, now that you had this spot, somebody will be calling you to ask you about your financials coming yeah. up after the show. Let's yeah. Just to see how much you make. Yeah, that's good. You, please, as, you know as, my number. As Moist Pork points out, now I'd like my real name back. <laughs> what is Moist Pork's real name? Moisha Plotnik. Moisha Plotnik. No way. And Mraz messed it up so badly, he called him Moist Pork while reading a tweet. <laughs> and it stuck. <laughs> and it stuck. Folks, wow. who are you trashing? So... I think someone stole my umbrella last Thursday, so I'm trashing this person. I guess it's possible that it was accidentally thrown out or I put it somewhere where I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was stolen. Last Thursday afternoon was my daughter's moving up ceremony at her school. Yeah. Rainy forecast, had an umbrella with me, went into the gym, sat down, put the umbrella under my chair, sat through the ceremony, ceremony ends, we go to a different room for refreshments, take pictures, whatever. Ten minutes into that room, I go, oh, I don't have my umbrella. I go back into the gym to my seat, thinking it's just under my seat, and it's not there. I walk around, looking around, it's not there. Go to the front office of the school. Anybody turn an umbrella in? No. We know the security guard from, like, drop-offs. Hey, Paul, have you seen an umbrella yet? No. We'll let you know. Next day at school, still no sign of my umbrella. It's just gone. When somebody really walked by and picked up an umbrella, I mean, umbrellas I know are not three dollars, but they're also not three hundred. This is not like an inspector gadget umbrella. It didn't fly me anywhere. It was just an umbrella, so it's a weird <laughs> thing to take. 
and not turn in. So I think someone Except took it. when it's raining and you don't have one. It was just a, a crime of need. I think so. I right, think people still. I think people don't value ah. umbrellas enough and they go like, Oh, I forgot mine today. You know what I need one? I'll just take this. It's kinda of crazy umbrellas are still a thing. You know, throw a sweatshirt on with a hood now at this point. I, I never carry an umbrella anymore. It kinda of feels very old fashioned. Some people don't like getting soaked. Right. And some people don't only wear hoodies. Some people wear nicer clothes well, than that they don't want to get. The wind pulls every umbrella, they never hold up. It just it's very outdated. It's like wearing a watch. Because you have other things on your body that blocks the rain. Just throw a hood up. Bring a hoodie with you at all times. Okay. Bring all a right. hoodie with you at all times rather than just bring an umbrella for when it does rain. Right. So that's <laughs> my new trash is the hoodie theory. Trash. I'm getting queasy. Bad boy, who are you trashing? Um, I, I still got a bad taste in my mouth from it. So I'm going to trash the banana that I just had mm. right before this segment because it was hands down. Top five worst bananas I've ever eaten. Now, I'm a man who loves his potassium. And you remember all the bananas you've eaten. <laughs> yes. I I relish a fantastic <laughs> banana that kickstarts my morning, gives me a little potassium, gives me a little vitamin B, boosts the libido. That didn't do that. Because you need that. Yeah, you need that, that banana didn't do that. It was soggy and mushy, <laughs> and it had a little bit of a sour taste to it. So I'm very disgusted. I'm very put off by it. And I usually get my bananas from the ShopRite in Hoboken. I went to the bodega right behind my building, which is fantastic. Has all my little accoutrements, my little goodies that I need throughout the week. Mm -hmm. Bananas will not not be a stop uh, from now on for me. My my morning is is close to being. It's on the verge of being ruined because of that banana. Bodega bananas. (laughs) That's just human filth. Can we we trust the way he says bananas? Because it's quite irritating. Bananas. Bananas. Banana. And B- then add an S on it. <laughs> yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A. <laughs> say, say what you just said, but add an S. Bananas. Bananas. Yeah. Now you're like, nananas. That's how it's said. It's a banana. It's not a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and your concern would be right now if a woman walked in and was like, Pat, I need you to go. Sorry, I can't because I didn't was have my good banana, banana this morning. Was yeah. She? My te- my test, my, I got low T right now. Sean, give him Apparently. a pill. I got you. Want I got a canister? Yeah. You got I know something? a guy. You got something for me? Mister Low T is back here. <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool who doesn't get their libido up. I am trashing bachelorette party arms races. I'm seeing this is bachelorette party season. I'm seeing these crazy bachelorette parties where I can't even believe how many events costume changes and different things they're doing in the same day. I saw one on Instagram and they were in New Orleans and they hired one of these bands, you know, the New Orleans, I don't know, Mardi Gras band, jazz, whatever jazz bands. Yeah. Following this party of women Now the party of women were probably like seven women middle of the street. They got the band playing around them. So now Everybody in the street has to part seas so that this group of women can stroll by with the umbrellas. Woo! Yeah! So-and-so's getting married! I'm like, well, this is a whole thing. Then, after parting the seas in the street and getting at least five different camera angles of it, mm-hmm. so-and-so's taking it, probably hired a photographer for it, made sure that the the bride-to-be is in a different white ensemble than the other women are. Then 
they have the stones to have this band follow them into the restaurant that oh. they're eating at. And as the food comes out, the band is playing. Could you imagine being in a restaurant? Forget the mariachi band that happens to be like a house band. You're at a restaurant where diners brought in another outside band to play. As again, everybody photographs and films everything. I'm like, this is outrageous. And this was only one chapter of the many days events that I saw. From pontoon boats to dancing to clubbing to this to that. Um, uh, this is unbelievable. I mean, my bachelor party was a bunch of guys drinking Miller Light around a pool for two days. That's it. That's all. We didn't leave the house. Barbecue a few burgers. That's it. That's the day. I couldn't believe the costume changes. The arms race that's become bachelorette parties is too much trash. Luke, it's the Trash Compactor. <laughs> Have you seen this? Yeah, I'm going to withhold any comments oh. on bachelorette parties, please. Okay. So I'll throw this on top. <laughs> um, <laughs> my friend Sean's sister. No, um, Allie, who may or may not do your makeup before the show DA, was at a bachelorette weekend thing recently, and they created a Venmo account where you could send money to them to buy drinks for the bride. And I asked her after the fact, like, this is a real thing. It's like, yeah, that's like, this is a new trend. Enterprise. You put it up there, you post it, people can send you money. And she said they made like $1,000 to buy drinks. People just kept sending stuff. That makes me furious. Wow. People are letting people know how much they uh, make on things, huh? I've seen girls do that, um, like on Instagram and Twitter for like, oh, it's my birthday, Venmo me, whatever. Go scratch. I ain't sending you anything. Yeah. Besides syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. No raincoat in the rain, DA. That's my go-to. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no hoodies, no nothing. <laughs> yeah, forget your hoodie, Sean. <laughs> Gonna come out stomping with the big uh, tusk, call himself Sniffleificus. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> you, you were almost there. Yeah. Who is that? <laughs> that fell into the ravine. <laughs> Sniffleificus. That's nothing, by the way. That, that's not Sniffleificus, nor is it syphilis. It's neither. I, took a swing. I think it's actually like a ancient Egyptian like burial ground. I visited the Sniffleupagus. It's bizarre. Uh, it's next to the Sphinx. That's like the generic cereal that you get. It's it's the knockoff Sesame Street. <laughs> Sniffleupagus is in is in Times Square for pictures. That's right. Yes, that's real dirty nose. Yeah. <laughs> Been out there for a while. Doesn't have an umbrella, so he's no, all wet no and musky. <laughs> Tusk is actually a tube sock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pat Boyle is in. He's got headlines. All right, in Omaha, LSU got rocked on Sunday, twenty-four to four. They responded by returning the favor last night, eighteen to four, over Florida Whew. in the winner-take-all game three to win their seventh national championship. Tigers wiped out an early 2-0 deficit with a six-run second inning. 
That was only the beginning. The runs kept coming until they finished with the most in a title game since 1998. The 14-run margin was the largest ever in a final, and their 24 hits were the most in a men's college World Series game ever. But more importantly, the story about the Jello shots. Yes. So they do a contest at Rocco's Pizza in Omaha. It's a pizza and bar joint. Oh. All proceeds go to food banks for the eight competing programs as well as the Food Bank for the Heartland in Omaha. So LSU fans purchased over 60,000 Jell-O shots. And that was by Monday morning. I tried to check Twitter very quickly. I couldn't find an updated figure. I'll I'll try to see if they posted a final one, if the bar is still standing. Uh, But far and away an all-time record in the establishment's annual contest. They had a chalkboard keeping track of this, right? And it was by school, right? Like fans of certain schools said, okay, this is for LSU, this is for Florida. Yep. And, like, Oral Roberts had, like, 3,000. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess it's kind of impressive for Oral Roberts. Toothpaste school has come a long way. Mm. They um, care about their teeth. They can't be eating jello. True. <laughs> I think they're a religious school. Yes. They were yeah. out quick as well. I, that was other part of the problem. Yeah, they had that was the Carl Ravage call that right might have been one of the, one of the worst calls ever. They I'm surprised you guys didn't, call, didn't play that call when I was off. I'm unaware of this. Oh, man. One might call it despicable. Carl Ravitch was calling play-by-play for ESPN of, this was the TCU... Oral Roberts. I think it was the first game game. of the tournament. And TCU hits a home run that gives them the lead, and Ravitch calls it a walk-off home run. TCU wins. The game is not ending, though, and he doesn't know why. And so he's, like, kind of confused. Then somebody in his ear clearly says the game is not over, so then he says... And Oral Roberts wins. And they're like, no, that's wrong, too. And then he goes back and goes, oh, it's top of the ninth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Be a walk-off. It was bad. It was beyond bad. It was like a triple botch. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, NHL awards last night. Edmonton's Connor McDavid won his third heart trophy as the MVP. McDavid's only 26. You know who else has three heart trophies? Alex Ovechkin, Mario Lemieux, Bobby Clark, Bobby Orr. Sidney Crosby only has two. Wow. Yeah. So McDavid already has three league MVPs, basically. Yep. Gretzky, by the way, had nine. So I don't, I don't think he's catching <laughs> Holy him. Holy cow. Gretzky yeah. had nine? Yeah. I think Jordan had six. So right. that's that's an amazing stat for Gretzky. He's got three, and he's 26. He's a great one. It's not funny. The Oilers have an Edmund ton of pressure on them. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. You try to take the crown back for that? (laughs) Calm down. You won't get that Little League baseball trophy back ever. I don't want to close my eyes. That is displaying on uh, my mantle. Do girls ask you about what the hell that is? Um, No. There haven't been there hasn't been any visitors in the last week since uh, Bob's bar. You talk about a mantle, that trophy, a bushel of bananas, and a pack of Trojans. <laughs> oh, by the way, bought from the bodega behind Boyd's house. <laughs> Mantle's very unsecure. If one of these ladies asked you to take a uh, sexy photo shoot, <laughs> snuggling that trophy, a la a flag football uh, trophy, yeah. would you do that? Yeah, sure. Okay, have the bacon. Hey. Have the bacon cover my bacon. There you go. <laughs> Linus Ulmark of the Bruins won the Vezina. Who does he play for, by the way? Linus Ulmark? The Bruins. Oh. Yeah. So he was their goaltender for their record-setting season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they actually rotated a lot more than people realize, which made it a little odd. But, yeah, he was he great. Only, I think he only started 47 of the 82 games. So Tuka Rask is out. 
<laughs> yes. 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 Get a taste. Years ago. As is Ray Bork. Uh, okay, their, gotcha. their coach, Jim Montgomery, won the Jack Adams Award for Coach of the Year. And how about this dumb award? King Center Andrzej <laughs> Kopitar won the Lady Bing Trophy. It's the NHL's most gentlemanly player. What hockey player wants that award? It's for the least penalty minutes. You're a nice guy on the ice. It's been, Pat, this ain't the first time they've given it away. No, I know. I know. I know. I'm I'm aware of the the award's existence. I'm taking my frustration out on it. Well, it's a positive. You're not putting your team detrimentally in the box all the time. Detrimentally. Mm. But it's not really like the NFL Man of the Year, Walter Payton Award, either. It's not community service. No. No. Nice guy on the ice. You're not a dirty player, and you're not taking a ton of penalties. Yeah. Who cares? Well, Lady Bing does. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, do you want a villain trophy? I don't like. What are you hoping Bada for? Yeah, I want like the best. Um, Bing. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Bada Bing. All right. I want the guy that takes out the trash. Hey, let me take care of this for you. Oh. Also, hey. Lady Bing was a guy. Right. We discovered this last year. How interesting is that? His yeah. first name was Lady. Last name Bing. I don't know that. But ah. Lady Bing is a man. Was a man. Was a man. Anyway, over to the major leagues. The Braves' bats were asleep for most of the night, they, but they woke up in a big way in the seventh. And pitching. Swinging a high fly to right. That ball's got a chance. That ball is gone. Marcelo Zuna has put the Braves in front of the bottom of the seventh. That is Joe Simpson, Braves Radio. Marcel with the go-ahead solo home run in the seventh. Then Ronald Acuna following. Yeah, we're wrong. We are? In breaking news. Lady Bing was the wife of Lord Bing, a 12th governor general of Canada. They donated the trophy about good sportsmanship. Lady Bing did. Evelyn Bing, a.k.a. Why did both you and I think a Lady Bing was a guy? There's another one that was weirdly named that threw us for a loop last year. My bad. My bad. Yeah, she, they loved the Ottawa Senators in the 1920s before they became an expansion team again. Yeah, the old Ottawa Senators. Yes. The ones you prefer. That's right. Yeah, you're an OG Sens fan. That's exactly right. My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. Yeah, then Ronald Acuna followed a two-run shot, but Braves beat the Twinkies 4-1. to one. Spencer Strider, seven innings of one-run ball with ten strikeouts to pick up his ninth win of the year. Uh, Brewers sent a certain loser team in a certain loser city to another loss last night. <laughs> Bunch of damn losers. With a 2-1 win. Total losers. Um, I got to finish up here before Pete starts yelling at me. Uh, meanwhile, yep, that's why he's playing me off. <laughs> it's like the Oscars. We'll get to the other baseball scores, I guess, next hour. Just finally some football news. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy coming along nicely in his recovery from his elbow injury. Uh, he traveled to Jacksonville yesterday to begin the next phase of his rehab. Uh, that's according to Tom Pellicero. Purdy's expected to spend several days throwing under the watch of a quarterback coach and orthopedic specialist. Mm. This is nice music. This is the Pat Boyle Pillow Talk Picks. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that music. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sensual. You and I should see a doctor. They're, we completely made up a memory. There's no confusing name, disconnect, <laughs> nothing. I don't know why we both thought that, but everything else is named for a, clearly a guy. And, again, we've completely fabricated... Lady Some Bing. lady being yeah, confused. It feels very progressive of 1920s NHL to name something after a woman anyway. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know why I assumed that that was a guy. <laughs> That's all I got. Ottawa? I'm a big old Ottawa Senators Montreal Maroons fan from back in the day. Those are, my, those are my NHL films. Once the favorites. Maroons disbanded, you lost me as a fan. Yeah, I was out. Once that Seattle team disbanded. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they win the first cup? The pilots? 
The Toronto St. Pats. <laughs> What's that? Once Dougie Gilmore left the St. Pats, I was <laughs> When we come back on the show, are the Packers the best team of the division? DA, CBS Sports Radio. the show is sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. The DA Show. You can watch it every single day on YouTube and on Twitch and at WatchDA.com. That is mobile friendly. From the Packers. From NFL Network. The Packers Elton Jenkins told Good Morning Football. Winning the division here is always the standard. Three NFC North titles, it's always the standard here. We feel like we're the best team in our division. We're going to go out there every week whenever it is, wherever it is, and show them we are the best team in the NFC and the best team in the NFC North. The Packers have the longest odds, actually, in the division to win the NFC North. The Lions are the, quote, favorites at plus 120, then the Vikings plus 330, then the Bears at plus 380, and then the Packers. And so I beg this question. Is this a case where it's a member of the Packers that just has to say that? We feel like we're the best. The road goes through us. And we'll show that we're the best team in the division. Or is this actually a good betting thing here where you get the Packers at the longest odds to win a division that includes a Lions team that hasn't done it yet, a Vikings team that is disassembled and already gory defense and a Bears team that clearly is in the middle of something, some type of rebuild, reboot. They hope that they're good. We don't know if they'll be good. So coming up after the break, I want to dissect this a little bit because I think it's a worthy question going into the NFL summer. And we'll talk about Derek Carr and his exit from Las Vegas and the Raiders organization last year. That's coming up here next. DA, Trash Tuesday, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 